0: Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences.
1: In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you.
0: We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hello, and welcome to episode 26, The Healing Power of Children. In this episode, Tony and I talked all about the benefits of really listening to children because they have a little psychic sense that they totally tune into and they don't censor themselves. We talk about the benefits of listening to them and paying attention to what they're drawn to and reminding ourselves to really pay attention to our inner child too. We cannot wait for you to listen to the episode. Enjoy the show guys welcome back we're so excited that you're here today we are talking about the power of children and how they can heal us in our lives if we pay attention to their messages
1: yes and i was with my two nephews today pretty much all day and then last night as well and we just played sports most of the day today and we played like kids and i felt i felt like a big kid when i was with them because that's all that's all they want to do is like play And they just follow their instinct, like, okay, I want to play soccer now. And then, of course, Chase, when we were playing basketball, he kept on asking to play soccer the whole time. And then when we were playing soccer, he was wanting to do something else. But he's still following his instinct, and they'll keep you going all day long, pretty much. I know.
0: And sometimes you don't want to hear what they have to say. (laughs) You know, if it's, like, constant, you're like, why are you saying this over and over again? Um, But as we're creating this episode, there was just a rainbow that came up outside, before we we officially started this episode um, and the rainbows outside outside. It's so beautiful. I wish you guys could see it. But I want to read a quote by Walt Disney because I felt like this went with our episode today. So too many people grow up. That's the real trouble with the world. Too many people grow up. They forget. They don't remember what it's like to be 12 years old. They patronize. They treat children as inferiors. Well, I won't do that. And I think that's such an important quote because it's so easy to kind of push kids to the side and say, go play and not listen to what they have to say. And the kids are actually really powerful teachers to us. They are the closest to the veil. They're the closest to the other side. So they um, don't have many sensors, which is a good thing.
1: Yeah, and it's life's a paradox because you think that older people or like, or, or more have more wisdom wisdom when in all reality it's we should really listen to the kids more than we listen to anybody like when a kid talks in front of me i'm paying attention to what yeah. they're saying because they're so in tune most of them are so in tune that they just follow their instincts so a lot of times what they say to you they're channeling they're channeling it and it's something that you really need to hear and a lot of times they're giving you answers to your problems or your, that you've been having having the last you know week or last couple of months
0: yeah they're like little mini readers so pay attention to the kids you will find huge value in them um, both of us worked in the public school systems so we we've been around kids like 24 7 practically and there are times where kids can be you know it can be tough dealing with children but at the same time if you look at it in a different way i feel like they add so much humor to life and so many beautiful um moments that come up for them if we can share that with them it could be really powerful and they'll remember that they actually i i remember things from when i was a child better than i would remember things from last year i it sticks with me
1: yeah and a lot of the students like you said um earlier when we were talking, a lot of the students that you had that were, you know, misbehaved and weren't, were the students that always got in trouble because they couldn't follow the school system, you were talking how a lot of them are actually the ones that would channel intuitive messages to you when you first started teaching.
0: Yeah, they, I, exactly, like, when I was in school and I was teaching, one of my students, we'll call him Tommy, he was very talkative and he was you know, drawing pictures when he was supposed to be doing something else. But he was one of my students. I absolutely love him. He was so intuitive. It was crazy. It was like the ones that can't sit still are very in tune, and they don't want to conform to what our society has, has them do in the school system. So it's really a different way of learning. And the kids get labeled, you know, as ADHD or ADD, all these names but their brains they're coming in with their brains being rewired in a totally different way i've found over the years the kids are getting even more sensitive so when they come into us they're like little rainbow kids they're highly intuitive highly empathic so they take on other people's energy um each year i feel like they're becoming more sensitive and more attuned to that spirit realm
1: yeah for example so in particular that tommy kid or that's what we'll call him, yeah. he drew you a specific picture of, you wanna share that story?
0: Yeah, so when it was my second day of teaching the third grade when Nick died, and my principal came into the classroom um, that next day, because I wasn't there for school, and she shared with the kids that, that he had passed, they knew that he had passed away, so when I came back to school 10 days later, my kids were very sensitive to how I was feeling, like, they say, shh. You know, they would whisper. I'd hear them talk about Miss Marino. Like, is she okay? Or, you know, they would do different things. They were a very sensitive group. So and these it, were third graders, third right? Graders, about ten years old. Eight years. Eight years, eight years old. old. They were eight years old at the start of the year. And then some of them were nine um, when they came in. So, what ended up happening is, is this little boy, Tommy, was drawing me a picture and he wrote a story. And in the picture was a... A picture of Hawaii and he said Miss Marino and Nicholas are in Hawaii and he's making banana pancakes now I never shared anything with them that he used to know that I loved banana pancakes I didn't share with the kids that we wanted to go to Hawaii that we had planned on doing that but he was so tapped in and Nick was coming through him with different things that he was doing so I paid attention to that I yeah
1: Oh, what were you going to say
0: well i had another student we'll call her sarah mm-hmm. one time she raised her hand and she was a daydreamer she was always daydreaming very hard to keep her on task and keep her focused because she was always daydreaming and i had to kind of get her back on track and she raised her hand and said miss marino miss marino i just i left my body and i was above my body and i was looking down at myself sitting at my desk because she was having outer body experiences so I had to be careful on how I said things to the kids, but my kids spiritually were so heightened and them sharing this with me really made me, um, appreciate them even more sharing things like that. Um, but I just said, Oh, just imagine you're, you know, look down at your yourself and imagine you're sitting in your seat, kind of teaching her how to bring herself down. But I had to word it in a certain way. And there were so countless stories about what the kids did um, for me, and how they were little messengers and earth angels for me throughout my journey with going through that whole process with Nick.
1: Yeah, and they would do that almost every single day, every right? Day. For the there whole year, the pretty whole much. Year, everything with notes with what they would say. The
0: things that they said, even you know that same little girl. She said, "Look at my nails, Miss Marino," and on her nails were a little lady. She put ladybug dots it was like a sign for me at the time and so much there was so much that went on in that classroom listening to them speak and it happened over the years too right where they were so connected to the other side and they have so much value to give teachers
1: right and this isn't only Lindsay's third grade students that are like this every kid Mm -hmm. is born this way we were born this way to where uh, we you're born no know, knowing that who you are at the core you just right. have an inner knowing with it and then you lose that knowing over time because society starts to sculpt you and shape you like you said you had to be sensitive about this you know about the little girl coming out of her body and all that and the messages it's not like you could be straight up with them and say hey here's what was happening with you when you drew this picture you yeah. couldn't do that because We live in a society to where this is taboo and this is not normal it's scary to most people but once you start to understand it it's like oh it's as normal to us it's as normal as us sitting here talking to each other and it's just like oh it's just part of reality and i feel like a lot of the students that you recognize during your time teaching um, the ones that were really tapping into their imagination they started to tap tap into higher and higher, or more and more senses. Yes. So like we're taught we have five senses, but really I believe we have infinite amount of senses that we could really start to tap into by first using our imagination Mm -hmm. and always exploring that. Because I feel like once you see something, then your body starts to go there and your senses will start to open. And a lot of times the adults stop kids from using their imagination, whether it's saying, hey, you know, you don't have an imaginary friend, that's not true, they don't exist, quit saying that. And there's always like a negative twist about using your imagination with certain things or you're dreaming too big, you could never, you play professional basketball or professional soccer or whatever it is. A lot of uh, parents unfortunately tell their kids that when they start to use their imagination on something that they want to do, so. I feel like that's a big part. And have you read your quote yet with Walt I Disney? So. Yeah. yeah. Everything's we, blending together, it, but yeah. Yeah, because we recorded it the first time and it didn't record yeah. the voice. I'm sure. So, okay. I'm
0: sure, I did. I could put it in the description just in case. So.
1: <laughs> but basically, Walt Disney is—that's what he's very big in—is using your imagination.
0: Yeah, he is, and I feel like with him doing that. Sharing all of his wisdom and his inner child has benefited so many adults from remembering that inner child that they have within them, and it shouldn't go away. You know, the kids remind us. Whether you're in a grocery store or you're hanging out with your own children or your nieces and nephews or your um, your friends' children, it's important to really figure out what are they wanting to do right now. Do they want to be barefoot outside? Are they wanting to go play on the swing set? Are they? What are they wanting to do? Figure out what that is. And if they're coming into your energy field, saying different things that they want, it's benefiting you to do those things too. I truly believe that we attract the things that we need to know and and hear. And they are like little mini psychics. Like they're they're giving you readings <laughs> every are. day. So listen to them. I remember one situation where we were with our nephews and we were going to find a food plate, like a restaurant, we are trying to decide on things. And Tony and I were going back and forth and Chase, the little one, he's like, why don't, he was so, he put it so simply, but he's like, why don't you just do it like this and then you'll be happy and you'll be happy. And I'm like, yeah, why didn't we think of that? It was so simple, but it was the way that he said it and he added so much humor to it. So we need to listen to the kids. And we also need to know that this is just a physical shell that we're in right now, our body. Our inner child is still here. It doesn't go away. We just need to tap back into it.
1: Yeah, and that's they call it your inner child because that's the last time most people were was really tapped into who they are. Like yeah. following their instincts when they were a kid. And so your inner child is really who you are at the core. And we need to always tune into that and figure out what it's telling us to do. Like Lindsay said, a lot of the times the kids around you are telling you what you should do. Like, Hey, let's go swimming or let's go do this. And a lot of the times you're going to resist what they're saying because you think, Oh, I don't go swimming or I don't do that. Or we can't do that right now because of this. When in all reality, if you just went and did it, you'll be happy you did it. So, for example, this happened to me, it was either yesterday or the day before, it was, I think it was yesterday, the kids were wanting to swim and I didn't really feel like it, like I wasn't pulled towards it, but they were saying, let's go swim. And I was like, okay, we're, we're going swimming. And then once I got in, I was excited that I was yeah. swimming. So it was really, I needed it. And that's only one example. I feel like this happens all the time, especially with the kids and other intuitive people that are around you. And really, a lot of people that are around you, a lot of the adults are telling you things, they're channeling things too, that they don't realize they're channeling to you.
0: And sometimes adults do channel things. And then other times their own fears come out too. So with kids, I don't feel like the kids have that same sensor. Like they don't, the belief system that they have isn't...
1: It's not as much. I would say that they, like a lot of kids probably still have it a little bit, but it's it, they're, they're young enough to where it's not as clogged yet. Like, yeah. So they see a lot clearer to where like, someone who's 25, 30, 40, like, and they have those beliefs, it's, it's locked in there already. Yeah.
0: I'm going to read this quote just in case. So hopefully I didn't read it this <laughs> round. So too many people grow up. That's the real trouble with the world. Too many people grow up. They forget. They don't remember what it's like to be 12 years old. They patronize. They treat children as inferiors. Well, I won't do that. I think I already talked about this, but at least you could hear this again to think about it again. Um, So Walt Disney is one of those people that supports children and the imagination and having that inner child within them to help them throughout their daily life.
1: Right. And it's like he said, they're not inferior. They're actually you can't really call them superior, but you can call them that actually because they're more in tune. And I feel like your, our instinct is, like we said in episode one of our podcast, our, yeah. in, your intuition is your greatest tool. And I feel like it is because our intuition is like our connection with God, the universe. It's how we speak to all knowing and or whatever you want to call it. And it's how we speak to like the best decision we can make in each moment. It's yeah. telling us. So like the, the kids are, are, are still connected with that, which is great. And This episode is really about helping the listener go back to their childhood as well. Like go back to when they were 12 years old or younger and think about the things like we talk about in this podcast a lot. Think about the things you did when you were younger, 12 years and below and that you stopped doing for some reason. And, or you stopped doing for several reasons maybe because you don't have any time or you stopped riding bikes because you think that once you hit 16 or 17 you shouldn't ride bikes anymore like think about the things that you naturally were drawn to when you were a kid and a lot of times hanging out with kids will cause you to automatically think like this right because you start to get in tune with their energy and then they you start if you pay attention enough you start to tap into another consciousness whenever you're with kids that creativity that imagination spontaneous if you allow yourself to yeah. A lot of times, we, we as adults, we don't allow ourselves to. We think we have to be all strict and firm like an adult. I do this sometimes, too, but most of the time, I'm actually like a kid. Lindsay would would probably say right? Most yeah, of the time, I'm, like a, jumbo I'm like a big jumbo kid.
0: But even, it just made me think of coloring books. Like, last night, we went out to a restaurant, and they gave coloring sheets, and they gave extra ones, and I was coloring. And I feel like now they have the adult coloring books. You know, we shouldn't even have to call it the adult coloring books, but they do but it's coming back around you know more people are saying you know what I don't want to sit in a cubicle working I want to do something else that makes me happy they're thinking about it you know what's part of my purpose and I feel like children going back to your childhood days is so important but I feel like it's important to talk about some signs that your child could be highly intuitive also and I feel like if your kids are talking about someone that's not there they could be tapping into the spirit realm. And I'm saying not there, meaning they're saying to you that they're seeing your grandfather that they've never met or they're seeing an angel or whatever it may be. Pay attention to those things. Also pay attention to um, them being extra sensitive, very empathic, and them feeling emotions. All of a sudden they get sad, they don't even know that you were just in an argument with someone and they tune into that energy.
1: Um, Yeah, because that causes a lot of issues for them at school, right? too, like it did for me. It was really hard for me to sit inside of a classroom because it was overwhelming the energy and I kind of just used my own way to block it out. But a lot of students, a lot of kids, they don't really have the skills to block it out. Yeah, And I feel like it's huge to really look at it, especially if your kid is somebody who does get in trouble a lot in class, whether it's in elementary school or middle school, well, they're obviously, they're acting out for a reason. And a lot of times, especially elementary and middle, they're acting out because the overstimulation they're getting in the classroom. And they don't know what to do with it. So they have to, like, tap on the desk or put draw or whatever. And then when the teacher says, oh, no, you can't draw while I'm talking, which is, I think it's a kind of a silly rule, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. Um, then it really causes them to act out even more. So,
0: And I would let kids chew gum because it's having their brain... Know that they're doing more than one thing at once; they can stay more focused. Yeah. So when I need to focus, I like even us drinking this coffee. Just the idea of knowing we can go to something and, you know, pick up the coffee cup and drink some coffee.
1: Right. Because like, if I, it was my choice, I didn't mean to cut you off there. If it was my choice, I would be writing. What were you gonna say?
0: I was gonna say I w- still tap my foot like I do
1: things. So. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> She's about to tap me in the head. I am. No, I love you. No. But,
0: but that's that's the thing. No, you didn't do anything wrong. But yeah, Tony sitting still like this is not normal for
1: me. <laughs> at all. Yeah, if it was my choice, we would do this podcast on bicycles. Like, actually, I will. Like, I said it before. But I will I do know. one on my bike eventually. Once I'm on Bayshore and I have like five miles to ride with no si- with no stoplights. <laughs> That's the perfect spot to do it. But I actually prefer to be riding my bike and talking to somebody. Yeah. Like, or walking and doing it because it's easier for me. It's just mm-hmm. how I work. And a lot of other kids work that way too to where they need to be moving in order to have an intelligent conversation or a focused conversation.
0: Right. So this is the thing. While you're listening to this because we're going to be closing out this episode... Pay attention to the children that are around you, whether they're in the grocery store and they say different things in your presence and in your energy field, but also tune into your inner child. What is it that you want? What do you need? Do you need to go swimming? What what types of things are you being guided to? Don't forget that it's in there because it hasn't gone away. Your physical body is just changing. That's it. But you have that within you. Um, and write down the things that the kids are saying. If you're finding that they're singing a song around you, or I know a lot of kids start singing, they are getting messages sometimes from the other side or they're just in a different space, a different vibration, pay attention to the words. Um, And also, if you have children of your own, pay attention to what they need from you when it comes to being highly sensitive. All kids end up getting drawn to crystals. If you put them in their presence, they get excited So I even suggest highly sensitive kids going to the crystal store with their family or whoever it is they're with and pick out something that speaks to them and have them talk about any spiritual experiences they're feeling or if they're feeling emotions, you know, where is that coming from? Have them draw it out or or write a story about it, but get them talking. This is how they can really, um, you can help them grow their spiritual gifts instead of closing them down. Cause they can always open them back up, but it's better to kind of keep them, keep them open and have them grow with them.
1: Yeah. Cause it's electricity. It's like electricity. And if they keep them in there, it's it, electricity builds up and it's going to become too overwhelming for them. But if they yeah. use that gift and they're in an, avir- an environment that actually helps them bring that gift out more, it's yeah. going to be more of a flow for them. And they're going to feel a lot better and they're, gonna, they're going to have more energy. And they're going to be able to sit down and relax more and have conversations their add or whatever you want to call it will actually go away i believe as they start to use their energy in the right way that they can so one thing i would suggest to do before closing out this podcast would be or this episode would be to um figure out if you have kids or if you have nephews or nieces or any any kids around you um start playing the sports that they love with them. So if it's softball, say your kid plays softball, p- go practice with them. If your kid plays soccer, go practice on the soccer field with them because I feel like uh, the universe is always mirroring us and like we said earlier in this episode, they're playing a sport because you're probably meant to play it too because it's, gonna, it's going to fulfill you in some way. So for example, like my nephew Mason, he dances now. Like He's always dancing and that's always been something I've always wanted to do since I would say at least 10th grade, and I really haven't got into it, but now that I'm hanging out with him, it's like forcing me to start dancing more when I'm with him and he's teaching me different moves.
0: Yeah, that's a perfect example, or it might not be sports or movement. In that way, it could be something more like painting or arts and crafts or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. It could be anything like that. Right. So pay attention to these details. They are your teachers. So we're so happy that you're here. Share with us any experiences that you've witnessed as lessons that have come from children or even if you have if you have children or you're connected to children that you've noticed they've had some sort of heightened spiritual awareness. We'd love to hear from you. Definitely. Talk to you next time. Talk to you next time.
1: Bye. Bye-bye.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too.
1: If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.